What's up, my good people, them? This is Loud and Proud Podcast, hosted by Hannah Akalu, serving you the tea. So sit back, relax your nerves, and let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. We are back in business. This is Loud and Proud, episode four, brought to you by yours truly, Hannah here to give you guys the tea we are back for real because obviously last week i didn't release an episode and uh, i I posted on instagram that obviously um i wasn't going to release one and it was just because last week was very very gloomy um things weren't necessarily getting better by the day and i just didn't feel like recording i didn't feel like putting anything out there either and being honest I didn't think anyone would care that much. I thought you guys would be fine with it. And, you know, uh, the next episode will come out like nothing happened. But Thursday morning, very, very early Thursday morning, Caleb messaged me and was like, I have been waiting for this episode. I have been refreshing Spotify and nothing is coming. What's happening? And I felt bad. I won't lie. I felt bad because, you know... um, I did say this next episode would be juicy. So uh, I'm sorry that I kept you guys waiting if you were waiting. But I hope you understand um, what I'm talking about. And um, Caleb, this episode is yours. I am dedicating this episode to you as my self-professed number one fan. Before anyone fights me, he has given himself that title. So um, if you want to be number one fan instead, go take up with Caleb. But this episode is his, okay? Um, Yeah. So like last week was just a lot. Um, Oh, child. I just feel like, damn, this whole year has just been full of losses and frustration for the black community, especially. And um, obviously there was the shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, He was shot seven times and tasered once by police officers, which then ignited further protests. Um, Then there was shootings by white supremacists and an ally was killed. And then we celebrated um, Oluwa Toying Salau's birthday. And if you don't know who she is... um, she was an activist um who was who wanted to make sure people understood that black women's lives and black trans lives and black queer lives mattered as well she was very very vocal about that and unfortunately in june she was murdered by her abuser shortly after she came out to speak about her abuse so that was very 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 heartbreaking um so just um remembering her was very very tough and then on Saturday, um, we heard the news that Chadwick Boseman passed away after battling with cancer. And he was our hero. He was our superhero. Um, if you don't know, he is an actor who played the Black Panther in the film. And um, he meant a lot to many of us, um, especially us creatives and um a lot of black people, uh, black children that are into comics and stuff like that. That is, um, he was pos- possibly the first black superhero they saw on the big screen. So um, he 
we are missing him a lot. We are missing him a lot, and his legacy is going is going to live on forever. Um, I'm sure of that. So yeah, that's what the week was like, and um, yeah, I just hope that people are well. I hope that we are all, especially us black people, with what we um have been going through, we are taking care of ourselves, and um, we are getting help if we need it, and we're we're still turning up as well. I hope that we're still having fun and finding joy in um, in this time when things don't always look promising. It's bank holiday weekend. We're meant to be shaking a leg at carnival, but obviously COVID cancelled that. But I hope you lot are still turning up and I really hope you guys are well. So, yeah. Um, let's just crack on with the episode. So the first thing I want to talk about um, is Taylor Swift donating money to help pay for a young girl called Victoria's study here in the UK. Victoria got a place at Warwick University to study maths. So congratulations to her, first of all. That is a huge, huge deal. But unfortunately, she wasn't eligible for student finance. So she had to raise the money independently. Taylor Swift came across the GoFundMe and donated um, however much was left and left her a beautiful message, you know, just saying that she was happy that she was fulfilling her dreams. And I just thought that was such a beautiful move. Move, And then um, uh, Victoria released a video thanking Taylor and was like, you know, I, I want Taylor to see this video. So um, a lot of people were pushing it, retweeting it, blah, blah, blah. Taylor Swift saw the video thankfully and um, said that she wanted to meet up with with uh, Victoria when things were um, when things were a bit better in the world. So yeah, that just warmed my heart, and um, I just think that nowadays we think that celebrities only do things for you know either clout or money or to um, like help their career. And forgetting that these are real humans that, you know, do empathise with other people. And some of these celebrities do understand the privilege they have, whether it's socially or financially, and use that to help other people. And we've seen this here, you know, um, Taylor Swift doing something from the kindness of her own heart because, you know, she wasn't posting this all over social media or making a big deal out of it. She she just done it because she wanted to. And, um, yeah... You know, I'm sure other people are doing their bit, but shout out to Taylor for, you know, helping our young sister do her thing. Um, I could go on about how universities should be ashamed of themselves for not being able to financially support their students, but that is a topic for another day. Um, so, yeah. And another thing that I really wanted to talk about really, really briefly is um the film cuties that was um i think the trailer was released either last week or the week before so cuties is a coming of age film about a, li- a little black girl who's 11 years old who um finds this dance group i think i think i think the dance group is called cuties and you know through that group um herself and the girls in the group basically discover what femininity is to them and you know again a coming of age film so they figure out how to navigate themselves in a the world as young women but netflix messed it up for us oh my days i don't know if like i don't know who saw the 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 promo the initial promo but it was disgusting so 
they had these 11 year old girls half naked posing like inappropriately and then the description said something like 11 year old girl joins a twerking group blah 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 and when i saw this i was like hell no to the da 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 i was like you guys are not about to sexualize 11 year old girls especially especially young black girls like that is just not happening but then um i saw people coming to defend the film and i was like hold up wait a minute like are you guys are you guys kidding me right now are you being for real? Because I was, I was like, I don't want all of these Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein people, them getting happy because they're seeing um, these children dancing inappropriately on, on Netflix. Like, we are not about to plant that bait. But um, once you read further into the film and, like, watch the actual trailer, you you understand that that is just completely not what the film is, film is about. And I think why they had that picture is because there is a part of the film that talks about the hypersexualization of young girls um, and stuff like that. But that's not obviously what the film is meant to look like. It's not what the film is about. So Netflix, you lot are idiots for doing that and for um, presenting the film as something it isn't. Um, and um, if I didn't mention the book before, the young black girl um, is actually a Muslim girl. And um, I think the film also shows her finding freedom outside of her faith, which some people weren't very happy about because um, obviously there's this stereotype that Muslim women, especially black Muslim women, are oppressed and um, don't feel free or don't feel necessarily like, um, don't necessarily feel like they can be who they are um, when they're following um, their faith. So it would, I, I do agree, I do think that it would be nice that, um, nice for Muslim girls to see a film that says, you know, I can be who I am um, and be Muslim, you know, like I don't always feel oppressed, I feel free, I feel like I can do whatever I want. Um, but yeah, I haven't watched the film yet, I don't know when it's coming out, but uh, maybe when I watch it I will um, talk about it in a later episode and I also want to hear what you guys have to say about the film maybe if you've already watched it or if you know more about it like please 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 let me know because um i i do want to know more about it um so yeah but um yeah that leads us into the next thing the main thing about this the main thing we're going to talk about in this episode so 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 i um this was a couple of weeks ago actually when i came on twitter a lot of people were having um a discussion about Christianity and spiritualists and witchcraft. And I was like, where did, how did we get here? Like, what is going on? So then I saw the, the tweet that, that triggered it, that triggered it all. So someone tweeted, trying to support black businesses will get you caught up because one thing about our people, they love witchcraft and demons. LOL, it's over for the honeypot. I knew there was a reason why I didn't like this stuff. Um, so the honey pot, the honey pot. Ugh, why can't I speak properly? The honey pot is a, I think, is a like a beauty brand or something. And on one of the packaging, it says, um, "I was suffering with bacterial 
vaginosis for eight months when an ancestor came to me in a dream and gifted me with a vision to heal myself. With her help, I created the Honeypot Co. to solve for what other brands wouldn't through the power of herbs. So, um, a lot of people were dragging her in the comment sections and, like, were replying to the tweet basically saying, like, girl, no. Because I think this, um, the woman who tweeted about the whole witchcraft thing is a Christian. So, one person said, you believe in angels, demons, holy spirits and a white saviour. And you draw the line at our ancestors, your ancestors, visiting one of our own in their dreams to help other people. White supremacy has brainwashed y'all to believe black spirituality is evil. Another tweet said, don't y'all believe your late loved ones are in heaven looking down on you? How is that any different than this woman's ancestors watching out for her and helping to point her in the right direction? And uh, I saw this tweet that absolutely gobsmacked me. It said, right, everything Christians condemn, they also do. Symbolically eating flesh and blood, elaborate group rituals, being moved by the spirit to the point it enters and controls your body, worshipping someone who returned from the dead, a spell book, belief in demons or witchcraft. And I was like, well, damn. Well, damn. So let's go back to the first tweet about um, black people loving witchcraft. Um, If black people love witchcraft, then I might not be black. Because who is they? Who, who loves demons and who loves witchcraft? Like, my friends and my family know that, in fact, I feel like, all the people I know in general condemn evil stuff unless they themselves are evil. Like, I feel like that's just a genuine thing. Like, regardless of race, let's say, no one condemns evil stuff unless they're, you know, practising it themselves. And I feel like, um, because she she is a Christian, I feel like um, in Christianity, they kind of just vilify and demonise other faiths just to... Um, keep I don't know the sense of purity that they they want to have and um, I don't know I feel like it's a bit elitist and it's very very exclusive because it doesn't allow you to explore and understand other things at all because this here again is a lack of understanding like again myself I don't know much about the um, the ancestral belief system but from what she said on the um on the packaging it doesn't sound like anything negative do you know what I mean like it's not it doesn't sound evil or wicked to me but that's just how I've read it like but I still don't understand how it could be understood in that way you know um a, a little bit about myself like I grew up catholic um like yeah I grew up catholic I, I still say I'm catholic christian whatever but a lot of the things I believe um a lot of christians would question just because I first of all I don't believe that um there is only one way to connect yourself with god and I don't believe that only people that believe in christ and god the way we um see him will go to heaven and stuff like that and I just think it doesn't make sense that God that's meant to love everyone will only allow people that believe in one thing to 
to get to him or to be able to understand with uh, understand him so i just feel like um that that makes me a bit different and i feel like um it kind of also closes you off to other possibilities in which you can find yourself but then also there are christians who are very very like secure in their faith and they know this is what they believe and they don't necessarily have these beliefs they understand that other people practice their faith differently to them and other people are of other faiths and believe different things and they don't see it as evil they just see it as different to theirs and I feel like um I think I've said this already before that um in this episode not another episode but that yeah like Christianity kind of just makes everything that isn't theirs wicked but a lot of the things we call witchcraft or they call witchcraft they basically practice themselves like someone tweeted you know the 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 flesh and the blood thing took me out because when you deep all of that stuff it's true you know um but yeah i just don't think we should have that narrow perception of faith and um that there's only one way to do this because it it's not realistic you know it, it's not it's it is it's not mm, i don't want to say it's not true because everyone's truth is different but i just don't think it's true I don't think that the 8 billion people in on this earth have to find this one way to connect with the highest being, you know? Like, it's going to be different to everyone. Um, but, yeah, then someone mentioned white supremacy and um, um, it brainwashing black people to believe that black spirituality is evil. And I think I had this conversation with someone the other day day maybe or not the other day but maybe a few weeks ago but yeah I do think there's truth in that I think that as um as much as people try and defend um defend Christianity and the Bible you have to realize that when they brought it to us this is how I see it when they brought it to us it wasn't to basically be like Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, but to make us hate our own selves and to make us want to, like, depend on this, like, white being. Because if you deep it, it's impossible for Jesus to have been white. So why they've made pictures in which he's white is beyond me. But then if we think about control methods and all of the psych- psychology and stuff behind that of course they're gonna make jesus white if they want us to believe that white people are superior you know like it, it comes from like a spiritual it's a spiritual kind of like warfare thing where they want to rid us of our spirit and all the things we believe to basically worship them and like um even in africa now like in Nigeria and stuff, like, people are still vilifying traditional um, spirituality. And it's kind of like, but this is what we were doing before this was introduced to us. And I remember even having this conversation with my mum and she was even like, and no one, God wasn't killing off these people because they didn't know who Jesus was. Like, they were fine, you know. Um, But they've just basically turned us against ourselves, and it's something that I think we need to unlearn. I'm not saying that people need to start practicing these faiths, but 
just realize you know what it what it is you worship and what it is you're doing um I feel like I haven't been listening to myself because there's so much noise outside but I hope that everything I've said makes sense but yeah um of course there are people that practice evil and I'm not condoning that at all I think that people that do all of that witchcraft and um put hexes and juju and obr like they've got their special thing waiting for them and it's hot i'm not condemning anyone to hell by the way i'm just saying um that where they're going might be hot you know but i'm not the one that has the power to send people to heaven or hell i'm just i'm just putting it out there but um what i'm trying to say is that we we shouldn't just say that everything that we don't practice is evil because it's not fair on those people that are doing good you know you can't just label them as a witch because um they don't believe what you believe in and um i see all the time when christians say like um you can't be christian and believe in star signs and it's like but who made the rules who made that rule because there's a lot of astrology in the bible is there not like when god told the three wise men to find jesus they he said he put out a star and said you don't follow the star so <laughs> like there is a there is a lot of it and there's there's references to the sun and the moon and the stars and even in places where they don't necessarily um believe in Jesus or know much about Christianity a lot of the way uh people move and behave and um a lot of like celebrations and stuff are based around the movement of the I think it's the sun or the moon or like Child, I don't know any of this stuff to even be talking, but all I'm trying to say is um, Christianity can be a bit elitist and uh, we need to not close our mind off to these things because it's quote-unquote witch. We need to understand that these are actual practices and they're not people aren't using these things all the time to do bad because people do bad in the name of Jesus. Like, I hear people praying that their enemies should die by fire. Like... To me, that's witchcraft. That's evil to me. So I've put you in the same bracket as those people that do spells to um, to like hex people and stuff. Like that's the same thing to me. You're wishing bad onto someone else. So someone's made a product product to um, to help people, but hasn't done it in a way you 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 believe or something doesn't necessarily mean it's evil. I hope all of that has made sense because there's been a lot of like background stuff going on. I've, I've, I've kind of lost focus, but yeah, um, I I really want to hear what people have to say about this topic in particular. Um, so let me know either on like um, Instagram or Twitter if you know me personally. Give me a call. I'm always down to chat. And yeah, I really want to have this conversation with people and I hope I really, really hope it has made sense. And um, I will actually put these tweets on the Instagram page so you can have a look for yourself. So, yeah, that is the end of the episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope you guys have a blessed week. Um, yeah, I'm sending lots of love and positive vibes to you guys. Bye. Hey good people, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you are following us on Instagram and Twitter at Loud and Proud Pod. That is loud, the letter N, proud, P-O-D.